One, two, three, four. Screen time, screen time, screen time, screen time. Screen time. It's my screen time too. Screen time, screen Hello and welcome to It's My Screen Time Too, the podcast where two moms are still dining out on the cool cred they got from seeing Arcade Fire one time. I'm Deborah, and I have three kids, a nine-year-old named Tony, and six-year-old twins named Libby and Nate. I know I talk to you every other week, but every time you say Tony's age, I'm like newly shocked. <laughs> I know. I know. And I'm Katie, and I have two kids, Jay, who is almost four, and Kenny, who is 10 months old. Our kids are pretty gosh darn adorable, and we like to kick off every episode with a little story about just how adorable they are to get it out of our systems before we get to the real stuff, guys. So, Deborah, have your kids done anything particularly adorable lately? Well, remember last episode when we talked about kid fluencers and the amount of money that kids can make being influencers on Instagram and YouTube. Oh my God, you're rich now, aren't you? You're rich. You have a kid. No, <laughs> but I have twins and I really feel like if they were identical, I could make serious money because they have started riding a scooter, like a Razor scooter together. They each put a foot on the base and then they kick with their other foot and it's like a three legged scooter. Oh. <laughs> and it is so funny to watch and so cute and so weird. You should send that to Razor. See if you can get a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, how have your kids been? So Saturday Cute. Yes. Always. <laughs> So Saturday night was Jay's dance recital again. <laughs> this is his second year of doing dance recitals. And predictably, the dance was very, very cute. But I took Kenny to the recital, obviously. And it's hard to keep a baby quiet during two hours plus of dancing. And it goes through high school. So there are the seniors do like solo dances. And they're all pretty angsty like the I don't know Aww. if they choose the music or what but like as you can imagine the senior dances often skew towards the angsty and Kenny was generally really good but at the end of this one girl solo like the whiny music faded out and she was in her final pose and there was that like moment of silence before the applause started and Kenny just goes oh <laughs> And it, like, rang through the entire theater. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Good timing. Yes. Yep. So on that light note, let's turn to something super depressing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> our, our screen time in the news article is from a UK publication, The Sun. Guys, we're just going to say up front that this is not top caliber news by any stretch. This is a, a tabloid, very much so. But the article started with a pun, and we just can't resist that. So <laughs> the article is called iPhone. I spelled E-Y-E. Two-year-old girl's eyesight is ruined because her parents gave her a mobile phone to play on for hours every day for a year longest headline ever mm -hmm. 
And it is about a Chinese two-year-old who her parents took her into the doctor because she was squinting and rubbing her eyes and having trouble seeing. And the doctor diagnosed her with severe short-sightedness from being allowed to play on a phone for several hours a day to keep her quiet. And the article goes on to like hit all of the alarmist points about how cell phones are ruining our children with this added medical diagnosis attached. Deborah, what did you think? <laughs> I think it was a pretty sensational story and I just question the truthiness of it. They have like an inset from a London-based ophthalmologist who didn't treat this girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> they have weird stock photos of like Asian children looking at phones and so it just makes me feel kind of icky. I'm not sure if I believe this story. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if a phone is ruining a child's eyes, like it's probably true. Like our eyes are all getting worse because we're staring at screens. But I think this is probably a progression that's been happening since the dawn of the computer age, even with adults. Like you hear reports about how office workers spend so much time looking at screens that it ruins their eyesight as well. So there's definite truth to that anecdotally I stopped working like six years ago when Libby and Nathan were babies and every time I go to the eye doctor my prescription gets better because I don't spend all day doing database searches anymore (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah I just think this article certainly phrases it in a very sensationalist way. It definitely wants us to place all the blame on the parents, which is just sad. Because as we've talked about a million times before, guys, you just got to get it done. And sometimes you got to give your kid a screen just to be able to cook dinner. Right. So in moderation, screens are okay. Like we have talked plenty about other recommendations from lots of other organizations those are quite reasonable it was fun to read a tabloid I never even read like supermarket magazines anymore Mm -hmm. I no longer am privy to the ways in which stars are just like us so a little follow-up from our last episode we're talking YouTube all summer and can we talk a little bit about YouTube channels associated with existing shows I think when we decided to talk about YouTube, we kind of tacitly agreed that we wouldn't cover these, right? Like, it seemed like we didn't need to. It seems like a no-brainer. Like, if you want some Sesame Street videos, you can go to YouTube and search for Sesame Street. But guys, Deborah brings up Sesame Street, and we talked a lot last week about Blippi and how we can do better by our preschoolers, and Sesame Street has a great YouTube channel. I watched a video, a news segment with John Oliver and Cookie Monster, and it was adorable. It taught about letters. It had amazing, funny guest stars. Kate McKinnon was in it, Nick Offerman. Cookie Monster tried to eat John Oliver's tie. It was really great. I don't know why. I mean, I will never seek out Blippi. I will just go to this Sesame Street channel. I think that's a... Good point. I mean, I think you and I, we both really prefer 
professionally produced content Mm -hmm. to amateur produced content. And that's not to say that there's not good amateur produced content. That's not to say that we're not still going to be looking for it. But I think it's a good reminder to us and to parents in general that if you have a television show that you really like to watch with your kids, that there's a good chance that there's an associated YouTube channel there. Because, you know, it's all about cross promotion for these brands and they want to be in mm-hmm. front of your eyeballs however they can. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say just to get a little broader, the channel that we covered two episodes ago, Crash Course, is actually produced by PBS Digital Studios and they have a ton of great content, different shows and different channels that they produce as well, if that's something you want to check out. Awesome. All right. Well, now that we covered the good stuff, we'll move on to YouTube for summer. Woo! Today, we are talking Kids Bop. Music videos on YouTube, you guys. You may have heard of Kids Bop. It's like young kids singing pop music hits. Sometimes they change the lyrics to make them like less offensive or suggestive suggestive and they have a giant youtube channel of music videos um, produced you've probably seen those uh, compilation cds you can find them at target i think there's like kids bop i think they play them at my kids school for like indoor recess time Mm -hmm. um the channel on YouTube was created in 2014, but Kids Bop has been around since 2001. The company started, did you know this, with um, those like music of the decade compilation albums that were sold on like TV infomercials. And these brothers who had this company, they realized when, th- when they had kids that there was a dearth of kid- good kids music. So they hired some kid singers and they made their first CDs as the kids bot brand progressed though. The first singers were anonymous, but now they're like stars, like Disney Mouseketeer style stars. Uh Wildly popular over 1 billion views on YouTube and more than a million subscribers. This was my suggestion Uh, Because, you know, I'm always looking for those short videos on YouTube to watch (laughs) and music videos are short. Um, My kids really like Kids Bop. I think it's like (laughs) fine-ish in terms of kids music. What what were your first impressions of Kids Bop? Did you know about Kids Bop before we picked this? I did know about Kids Bop because um, I take a stroller fitness class and that is the music that they play. For us to work out to. So I was aware that it existed. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know enough about current pop music to be like actively seeking out facsimiles of that music for my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was intrigued and very glad to explore it. Yay. So we watched a bunch of videos. We watched the first upload ever posted on YouTube by Kids Bop. Um, Pompeii by Austile. It was a cover by Grant from Kids Bop. We watched the first video um, titled Beautiful from Kids Bop 25. We watched the most recent upload, which was Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored. 
behind the scenes. <laughs> and we watched the most recent video titled Me! Exclamation mark Official music video. And then I chose two extra videos to watch and Katie chose two extra to watch. So do you want to start us off by summarizing Bastille for, by Pompeii by Grant? Um, is it funny that like when I went to watch this video, I had to do a quick Google search to figure out which was the band and which was the song title? <laughs> yeah, understandable. I know pretty much little to nothing about current pop music. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. We're on the same page. Uh, so this was just an adorable little Moppet playing piano seemingly in his living room, uh, albeit with like a professionally mounted microphone in front of him playing this song, Pompeii, I almost said Bastille, by the band Bastille that I quickly recognized once he started singing it. It's one of those like soft piano jams that you probably heard on an episode of Grey's Anatomy at some point. Like that is the genre right. I would have placed it in. I can't say that I was clamoring for a child's version of it, but it was fine and cute. Yeah, it seemed like kind of home video quality. Mm -hmm. And like the piano sounded fine, but it was definitely not a studio recording. It almost seemed like an audition tape. Ooh, could have been. Because he was really great as a performer, mm -hmm. performing in his living room. Like if... <laughs> what kid is like? <laughs> yeah, like if I had, if like my nephew had sent us that video, I would be like, you should be a star. <laughs> Is it even necessary to summarize the second video? I didn't realize when I said we should watch it, that it would just be a picture that didn't move. Yeah, so it wasn't really, I mean, it, it's a video, but you know, if you're looking up those old jazz hits like I like to on YouTube, mm -hmm. you just get that album cover usually as a still shot and then the recording. And we watched, listened to Beautiful from Kids Bop 25. And I could not place this song. I eventually figured out it's by Mariah Carey and I watched a bit of her original video but this was like 2014 and those years have been lost like <laughs> that's when I had like really little twins and a toddler and I like current events pop culture I did not know what was going on I don't even so, have that excuse and I didn't know so <laughs> Uh, should we move? just move on to break up with your girlfriend and board? Yes. So this video I thought was really weird. It was called Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored, Behind the Scenes. So the kids' pop version of the song, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored, was playing over like random behind the scenes shots of them prepping to record music videos. But it wasn't all that music video, and it wasn't very informative at all. Like, in my to my mind, the reason you watch a behind the scenes clip is to like get some insight into the process or like mm -hmm. see Justin Timberlake drinking a smoothie before he goes to shoot his I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um and there was really none of this. It was just a montage of clips of them just walking on, getting started to start dancing. <laughs> yeah, I think I liked this one a lot more than you did. I think this is like really like shrewd of the kids bot production team because they're like 
getting a whole second video out of the taping of the music video. To me, it seemed very much like it had like a Project Runway top model vibe to it where you see how they put on the waist camera and dance for the waist camera, but it's like another camera filming them (laughs) dancing for the camera that's around their waist. And I liked seeing like how hard they're working. That's true. Like they're working. They're not having like maybe it's fun but (laughs) (laughs) this is a job for those kids bop kids that's true well they gotta do it while they can before they get replaced by a fresh batch yeah and I did not know this song at all Mm -hmm. by Ariana Grande and I just love the title yeah (laughs) (laughs) should we move on to me yes (laughs) so this is a Taylor Swift song another song I didn't know and this is like just a straight up music video and it's all the kids bop kids singing me by taylor swift um and it had like a very palm beach or palm springs california feel to it like a lot of bright colors pastel colors they're at like a pool party they're dancing in cute clothes and i had the thought like I don't think this song is as good as a Taylor Swift song because I really think she's a great singer. And so I then I watched her video and her video, like, is it really too mature for kids? I guess. I that guess almost goes the other way. Like, why? Do, yeah. Yeah. Is this necessary? Because mm-hmm. she's pretty G-rated, in my opinion, not knowing her work very in-depth. Right. I don't know. I mean, I definitely see the appeal of a thing like Kids Bop if you're listening to a lot of songs with swears. Like, that is essentially (laughs) its purpose in my mind. And if the song does not have a lot of swears, why do you need Kids Bop? Right, right. But I thought the pool party looked really fun. Mm -hmm. I was kind of annoyed because the girls were all wearing, like, sort of uh, rockabilly style dresses in pastel mm-hmm. colors, but their crinoline was all showing underneath. And I was like, ugh, can you not just wear a dress long enough to cover your crinoline? <laughs> but that being said, it looked like a fun pool party. So what did you watch? What did you pick on your own? <laughs> so I had to go kind of far back in the catalog to find songs that I knew. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I watched uh, their video of the Lady Gaga song, Edge of Glory, which was set in uh, high school and reminded me of nothing so much as a back to school Target ad where like they're strutting down the hall and they're like cool, bright colored clothes. And then then you have the cheerleaders singing and uh, yeah, like the girl at the talent show on stage singing. It was very much like an aspirational, I guess it wouldn't be high school. It would be middle school moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this is just one little notch away from what my life could be and so I thought it was cute I really should I feel like I should have then assigned myself the task of watching the actual videos oh like the Lady Gaga video mm-hmm. because Lady Gaga has a lot of fans that are in this age range like the tween age range right mm-hmm. yeah so I can't imagine that all of her videos are like overly explicit mm-hmm 
but I don't know that for sure. Again, that's just me mm-hmm. speculating. I also had to watch a dance along because they have a whole section of their YouTube channel devoted to these dance along videos. Oh, can they teach me how to floss? <laughs> Maybe. I didn't I didn't see that, <laughs> but I love a good choreographed dance number. It just yeah. speaks straight to my heart because I do not dance very well. But if someone gives me the exact instructions of what to do, <laughs> I can usually pull it off. So I watched their dance along of Whoop There It Is. Oh, funny. Okay. Yeah. Which at first I thought this is super weird because it's going back so far Mm -hmm. but then I was like is this maybe more in line of the music their parents would be playing for them because I definitely find myself playing like more of the mid-90s dance hits for my kids than like current popular music because like we're saying we don't we don't know (laughs) yeah yeah so if we really want to listen to the jams that like we're familiar with and might have swear words in them Maybe they should be covering more more songs this old. But anyway, the dancing was fine. I uh, could not replicate it. It was just the four of the kids dancing in like an anonymous studio space. Okay, but do they, they don't like break it down? No. Or they do no. break it down? Oh, they okay. don't break it down. Okay. okay. Yeah, I need slow motion moves <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> to follow along. Uh, so what did you watch on your own? Um, Tony really likes the song High Hopes and Kids Bop does a cover of it. And so we've watched the High Hopes video mm-hmm. on YouTube, which is, it's basically just like guys walking in a city. Okay. <laughs> so the Kids Bop one was fine. Again, I think the original is totally listenable I think the video is watchable by kids Mm -hmm. and so it just doesn't seem necessary but it was fine Mm -hmm. um and then I watched the old town road video (laughs) which was very much like kids bop goes to the country (laughs) and that song is super catchy and it was just like horses and cowboy hats and stuff and then I watched the original Old Town Road video with like Chris Rock is in it and Billy Ray Cyrus and I I didn't really think except for like some gunshots at the beginning before the music actually starts and like just the complicated questions of race that are alluded to at the very beginning Mm -hmm. I didn't think that that video was I thought it was totally watchable for kids too others might disagree but I just for me it's hard to see like what is this what hole in culture is kids bop filling but I think it's like the compilation albums Mm -hmm. because we have some kids bop albums and it is nice to have like just a bunch of pop songs by different artists I think that's the strength of kids bop Yeah, I can see that. I also think there's value as parents to the whole I don't have to think about it thing. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's very well to say we've watched such and such a music video or we've listened to such and such a song and determined that it does not have inappropriate content for our kids versus like, I don't have the time to do that. I'm just going to turn on this music knowing that it's going to be at least somewhat appropriate. Right. Good point. Good point. I may not have watched the corresponding music videos to the 
to the kids pop videos that I watched, but I did find this hilarious AV club article that uh-huh. uh, co- it was a collection of Twitter feeds or Twitter tweets, a collection. That's, that's where I'm going with that. A collection of tweets that uh, had the original music videos with the kids pops music no, over oh. the original videos. And you don't, Oh, you don't realize how inappropriate some of these songs are for kids to be singing until you hear them in that context. Okay. Yeah, we'll post the article on our Facebook page. It yes, is, please. It is worth worth a watch, question mark, but like steal yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Do your kids listen to much music with swears in it? Oh, Jeremy doesn't allow it. Mm. Yeah. So I used to, and then Jeremy was like, you can't listen to that stuff around the kids. And I was like, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. (laughs) So they mostly have like kids music, soundtracks, Uh uh, like Disney soundtracks um, that they listen to and like radio, which is obviously sanitized so not a lot of swears yeah we also listen to a lot of soundtracks and musical theater uh Mm -hmm. so he does get some or he they get some swears that way uh but i just don't listen to enough modern music that it's ever really that much of a problem Mm -hmm. except for jay's now obsession with early 90s dance music because there are some swears (laughs) Mm -hmm. But he's still obsessed with it. So maybe I need to seek out some kids' bop versions of I Got the Power and Pump Up the Jams. They probably exist. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of felt like this was the opposite of Blippi. Yes. Like kids acting older than they are versus a man acting much younger than he is. Mm Mm-hmm feel like I don't like that as a concept in theory I'm very much on board with the whole let's let kids be kids they don't need to be trying to behave like grown-ups already Mm -hmm. and I think I would have been more strident about that before seeing how kid-like these music videos are because yeah the songs might be a little on the mature side but like they're still at a pool party jumping into the pool in their dresses and you know like they are still being kids Mm -hmm. gosh they just all to me looked like really earnest theater kids yeah I wish them the best I (laughs) hope that they have long and fulfilling careers Mm -hmm. because they all seemed really talented yeah Um, generally I liked the videos I liked the channel I liked the concept I would have zero problem uh, letting my kids loose on the kids bop channel on YouTube. You're cringing. <laughs> I am because I'm trying to articulate my feelings on it. Maybe it's just because I don't necessarily care for much of that music myself. And I just feel like now we have a lot of good kids music. Like maybe it was the case in 2001 when these guys started the kids bop brand mm-hmm. that there wasn't a lot of good kids music, but there's a ton of good music made explicitly for kids now I mean it's like the go-to genre 
if you're not going to make the switch from pop star to country music star, uh, mm-hmm. you can make the switch from pop star to children's music creator and have mm-hmm. a lot of success that way. There's better stuff out there. I'm not saying this is terrible. And mm-hmm. granted that music doesn't come with music videos. So if it's the video content you're after, yeah, maybe kids pop is fine. Yeah, it's not my style of music that I love to listen to either, either, but I mean, you wrote down in our show notes, the power of the earworm and these pop songs are just catchy and kids like that. And they're simple. And my kids like listening to top 40 on the radio way more than I do. What do you think the ideal next phase is then for these kids, Bob kids? Like what is, what are they hoping to do after they age out of kids, Bob? Well, do you know who Zendaya is? Yeah. Is she a former Kids Pop kid? Yeah. What? Yeah. And now she has her own show starting on HBO soon. Yeah. I think that's probably what they're all aspiring to. Oh, my to. gosh. Yeah. Spider-Man movies and mm-hmm. greatest showman. Wow. I had no idea. Okay. I take it back. That is, that is like the pinnacle. Yeah. That's <laughs> the ideal trajectory. I mean they're not all going to make it because there aren't that many top spots, but yeah. I, and maybe some of them will find fulfilling careers like behind the camera yeah. or composing. Who knows? There's, there's lots of jobs in show business that don't involve being like the main star. That's true. That's true. But once they've gotten this taste, yeah, <laughs> it's gotta be really hard when the end of your contract comes up and the producer is just like, well, we're bringing in a fresh crop of kids. Get Mm -hmm. out. Hope you enjoy middle school. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What do you think this compares to in terms of adult movies or shows? I seized on the impression that I got from watching the Lady Gaga video, being able to watch these kids in these music videos and thinking that could be my life. Like Mm -hmm. that is how the ideal middle school experience will be. Like that is my idea of an awesome pool party just a very attainable step away from my real life Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I was trying to think of any grown-up content that made me feel similarly and I thought a little bit about the Great British Baking Show because Mm -hmm. I feel like all the contestants are so normal and Mm -hmm. I also like to bake but I do not devote nearly enough time to it to be that good but I feel like Mm -hmm. it's not outside the realm of possibility yeah but then really the thing it made me think of again was podcasts because okay hear me out okay I don't watch really any sitcoms along the lines of like oh seven friends sit around and are friends and say funny things to one another Mm -hmm. but I do listen to a lot of roundtable podcasts and I feel like that is just like the kind of conversation that I could be having with my friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So that is kind of what would scratch the similar itch for me. How about you? That's an interesting comparison <laughs> that I never would have arrived at. Um, for me, I thought of the show Pose. Oh, the I've not watched season. it. Is it really, is it as good as everyone says? Uh, We watched a few episodes of the first season and then for some reason didn't follow up. But 
the second season just started. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just, the kids bop versions of the adult songs made me think of just the way like a drag performer can take like the persona of a star and the song and then just make it their own Mm -hmm. and, you know, keep the essence of that performer, but kind of make something new and beautiful out of it. I like that. Totally different than a roundtable podcast though. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So were you able to cast the gritty HBO reboot? Okay. So I was thinking like a bunch of people in their thirties who have a band and like the band never really took off, but they're like still doing that band. Oh gosh. I just went to a show. That was that. Yep. Yeah. And then I like Googled successful or Googled great television shows that only lasted one season because I was like, that would be perfect if we could cast these people. And I looked at a whole list of 25 TV shows of which I had watched a lot and then promptly forgot all of them. Um, (laughs) Did you do some casting? (laughs) Well, do you remember? I think it was like around a year ago. And there was a YouTube runaway sensation. It was like a boy, like a middle-aged lady at like a backyard barbecue karaoke thing. And she, I mean, she just looked like a, just a regular old person, not old, just a regular person. And then she busted out this flawless Missy Elliott rap. Wow. And her video went viral and then I kind of followed it. And then she went on some talk show, like probably Ellen and then Missy Elliott came out and they rapped together. Oh my gosh. I mean, I should mention this lady was white, but she could bust a rap and Missy Elliott was like there for it. And I would, I mean, I would watch whatever that lady does next. <laughs> I thought it was like really refreshing to see like an older person having success doing doing a hardcore rap. Yeah. <laughs> so how about like instead of kids doing covers of uh, pop songs, how about like just unphotogenic middle-aged people? Yeah, like Susan Boyle doing style. Like good, like doing good. Like remember Susan Boyle? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what she just said? Yes, <laughs> it is. But I like it. It means we're on the same page. <laughs> so we had MTV when we were kids. And gosh, I had like unlimited access to MTV from a very young age. So was it better when we were kids? Wait, first I have to ask, can you still see things at a distance? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Despite your <laughs> unlimited access to MTV. Um, I kind of missed MTV because I was not cool. Oh, wow. And uh, I think my older sisters watched it. Um, mm-hmm. But we had this show called Kids Incorporated. Have you ever heard of it? Gosh, I don't know. That sounds familiar, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was like a, it was a, sitcom about like a band that was kids and it had a really okay, catchy no, never song. Uh, so that is more than anything what uh, 
Kids Bop made me think of. I think it starred a young Jennifer Love Hewitt. I also had the new class of Mouseketeers, which I was also super into. Was that better? I don't know. Same? Like, they were at least making not their own music because it was all heavily produced by Spengali figures in the background. But Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't covers of, wasn't generally covers of other popular music. So I don't necessarily think there was a kid's bop shaped hole in my life. I really loved music videos when I was like, I think a tween and a teen. Um, I think when done well, it can sometimes be like a perfect art form. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking November Rain by Guns N' Roses. (laughs) The video with Stephanie Seymour. Oh, it's so good. I think Um, we need to post this one to our Facebook page too. (laughs) We have a lot of links from this episode. So I think if, a kid is just watching kids bop videos. They're probably missing out on like the higher art form, but maybe kids bop is like a gateway to the real, like maybe they'll watch kids bop as a younger kid. And then when they move into their teenage years, maybe they'll be into like the real videos and can handle the content and the visuals. I don't know. I think someone should make a YouTube channel of kids who have previously been only exposed to the kids' bot versions of songs, a little bit older, finally being exposed to the real versions of the songs and realizing what the song was actually about. And the YouTube channel can just be like their heads exploding. That would be funny. Yeah, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Get on it, moms of young teenagers. So would you ever watch Kids Bop alone voluntarily? No, but I'm just flat out bad with music videos. Yeah. I would not watch this alone voluntarily, but I have found myself in the car, like accidentally listening to a Kids Bop CD with no other kids in the car. (laughs) (laughs) So we kind of covered already whether or not this is good for our kids. You brilliantly pointed out that you, the parent don't have to like, curate the video collection you can be pretty confident that they're not going to run into any any objectionable an objectionable content on the kids bop channel so I think I'd be fine with my kids watching it yeah same I think if you aspire to raise earnest theater kids like this would probably be a good thing to watch right yeah (laughs) ratings I'd give it a four maybe I'm overly influenced by that onion article I'll go three. I'll go three. Okay. Any other thoughts on Kids Bop? No. I feel like I said a lot more positive things about it than I intended to say when I sat down (laughs) this morning. Oh, well, there you go. Thanks for listening to this episode of It's My Screen Time 2. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your fine podcasts. You can check out our awesome website at at my screen time two to see what we've rated other shows and movies and YouTube videos. You can also still find us on Facebook to continue the conversation at facebook.com slash my screen time two. Did I actually say the URL of our website? My screen time com. That's us. That's all. You can also tweet us with show or movie suggestions, article recommendations, or general comments at at myscreentime2, or you can email us at myscreentime2 at gmail.com. 
Our theme music was composed and performed by Deborah and her adorable children. And our podcast is produced by me, Katie. Tune in next time for more real talk about the movies, TV, and online content beloved by kids and tolerated by parents. Bye. 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 Screen time. Screen time. Screen time.